I feel like switching places would be the best. Oh, I'd hijink all over the place. <laughs> but what if they're a jerk? And then they just fuck up your life. Oh, I'd make sure they weren't a jerk first. Right. Because they were together for two months. Yeah, yeah. That's so fine. I feel like you have time to get to know somebody. But one of them was a jerk. True, but not like... Not that much. Not like fuck up your life kind of jerk. Well... <laughs> and I'd probably do some magic tricks too. Magic? Yeah, because you could be like, now I'm over here. Oh, that's fun. I like that. I did like when they'd be on both sides of someone and really like make them all confused. I think that woman already had some... Mental health issues? Some issues. She was not doing well. Well, she's running a summer camp full of girls. <laughs> I feel like that's enough to drive anybody to the brink. Of? Madness. Oh. <laughs> Should we start things up? Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of the beginning, but welcome, everyone. We are tired. We are sick. We're cold. But you know what? <laughs> We're still I Love This, You Should Too. My name is Indy, Earl Grey, and Electrolytes Randawa. <laughs> and with me is Samantha, Frozen Mask Randawa. <laughs> yes, we got our COVID boosters yesterday, and we are suffering. <laughs> yeah, we don't react well to it. But I have both a tea and an electrolyte drink. You have that scary mask. I have a frozen face mask on the back of my head because I have a headache. But you know what? We're doing great still because we're going to talk all about the parent trap and because we have vacation. Woo! Sick on vacation. <laughs> so today we are talking about the 1998 American comedy film, The Parent Trap. I loved this movie as a child. Did you, Indy? I thought this was a very enjoyable movie. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to say I love it. I thought I was going to. But I think it gets worse as it goes. Uh, and I loved the beginning, but I don't think it kept up that pace. The but either way, I enjoyed are, it. They're something. Yeah, that's the best part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um, I think I still love this movie. It was fun to watch. And it seemed like a world I'd want to be in. So this movie has many great moments. But Indy, did you have any especially favorite moments? I think... All of my very favorite moments were probably in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Mm. All of the camp stuff I thought was very fun. I think the little bits that we get to see other kids doing mm -hmm. are really fun. One of my favorite characters, I think, has one line. I can't remember what she says, but she says, like, want me to slug her for you? Or, like, want <laughs> me to like beat that. her down? Yeah. That kid was hilarious. There's a kid who is... Playing the trumpet? Oh, my God. I don't know why, but that was so funny to me, too. It was like the world's hardest trumpet to play, it seemed like. She was working. She was trying so hard, and it seemed so futile. So those are maybe my two favorite characters and some little funny moments that I really liked. But then the prank war between them, that was a lot of fun. And them growing to be friends. That was all yeah. my favorite stuff. And I think each stage I like a little less. The camp stuff when they don't know each other is my favorite. The camp stuff when they are competing and becoming friends, that's probably my next favorite. 
then when they switch spots and are kind of getting into hijinks that yeah. way, that's my next favorite. And then all of the romantic comedy wedding sabotage stuff, which is actually like half of the movie. That's the part I like the least. Oh, I thought that was kind of fun still, but I really enjoyed the camp stuff, obviously. But I also really enjoyed like the hijinks of them switching places and like the adults who like know them best who like aren't their parents. Um they, I, I enjoyed when they realized that it's them. Chessie knew right away. Yeah. Pretty quick. Grandfather also knew. Grandfather. But yeah, I enjoyed those like moments because it was, it was like, it was touching and um like really nice after kind of the silliness of the first half of the movie. But then their parents didn't even see. No. The dad especially. It takes him a long time. It really does. So maybe we should talk about the beginning part because I have a few little notes from that outside of those two characters that I loved so much. I love just like the energy of all these kids coming and it seemed like just so much fun. I want to go to that. Yeah, it seemed like the energy level is exactly what the energy level of like 200 girls at a camp would be. Yeah. Um, And it's like that opening sequence with the duffel bags and the arriving at camp and people saying goodbye to their parents and that random boy who's like, I thought this was a boy's camp. (laughs) Like it's hilarious too. And it just like, like you said, so there's so many side characters doing so much in this in this scene and it just really does kind of feel like that first day of school or like first day of camp feeling of just like the disorganization that is also very organized and then at the beginning it gets into formulaic stuff that i like Mm -hmm. and then in the end there's formulaic stuff that i don't like but i loved when the the limo pulls up and a british butler comes out yeah i'm like okay i like where this is going and then she's wearing her uh, dolores umbridge style suit and I love that. That's hilarious to me already. And then all of these nine-year-old girls love poker. Yeah. They love poker. What about the handshake between the butler? Yeah, that goes on for like 10 Annie. minutes. That was awesome. And he says, I miss you already, queen of my heart. Okay. That's a weird thing to say. It is a weird thing to say, but I think that he may be like partially her primary caregiver. It's still just an odd thing. I don't think there's anything like weird going on about it. I think it's just an odd thing to say. But him, one of my other favorite characters. He was super fun. Do we want to run down that right at the beginning? Who are your favorite characters? Oh, probably the twins. Which ones? Which one? Oh, oh, (laughs) okay. Um, I think Annie, the British one. Right. I like Hallie too, but I think I enjoy Annie a little bit more. And then... I have to say Chessie or the butler. I think I go those two kids first. Mm-hmm. The ones that have one line or right. one trumpet yeah, yeah. playing. Then probably the butler. Yeah. I think he was really good. Then English twin. Uh-huh. Then others, I guess. And then others. I didn't like the American one. She was a jerk. <laughs> I Why did she, she have to be such a dick? I don't know. She's American? Well, the Most of the people in this movie are American. I know. Yeah, I think that the they did a good job of making the twins really different while also being like the same person. That was kind of nice. What was this camp for? I think it was just summer camp. It's where you send your kids so you can have two months off. I thought it must either be a fencing camp uh-huh. or a prank camp <laughs> because everyone I see do those activities is inexplicably good at it. 
Right. And that would explain why people are coming from across the country or... Across the world? Yeah, across the Atlantic Ocean to come to this. Yeah, I... It's a high-level fencing camp. High-level fencing camp. Yeah, they were like pro-level fencers. Mm -hmm. And it seems like there were lots of different activities there. Just based on what I saw the side characters carrying around. Oh, I guess, but I never, we don't really see any of them. Do no, we? we don't see it, but I did take note of like what the background characters were carrying around with them. There's like basketballs, there was like a lacrosse stick, and like a soccer ball, baseball. There's like many different things. Maybe that's what they do on their breaks from fencing camp. I assume there's also swimming because they're on a lake. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she, the skinny dipping bit. Yeah. That's why I think I like the British one. She goes out there. She just walks out naked, yeah. doesn't run or hide or even take a towel with her. And then she salutes. Yeah, I would. She was t- a badass. If you were skinny dipping, at what point would you take off your clothes? Well, she walked down the whole dock that way. Yeah, but like you. Me? Oh, I would show up naked. Oh, you'd show up naked. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know the normal answer is right before you jump in. I'd, I'd take them off right at the end of the dock. That makes sense. Before That's I what happens in. in most movies and most people so i have like minimum nude time yeah see i want to maximize it oh yeah you do love to just like be nude i my weakest feature is my face so the more i can draw away from that i get better (laughs) the less clothes i have on i mean you do look pretty good with clothes off (laughs) hey this is a family (laughs) podcast this is not our best work this is not our. we're both like pretty loopy we are it's been like a real rough day So this movie has, it seems like a temp score, meaning uh, when you are making a movie, you put in placeholder music. Right. So you'd put in like, uh, I'll put in bad to the bone here, but we'll get something that's a little less on the nose. But this movie just kept every one of those choices. Yeah. The music in this is um, in your face and constant. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's not the best soundtrack. It's definitely not one that I'd want to like play if I wasn't watching the movie. It's one where you'll know every song uh-huh. on it because it is like the typical songs for that instance. You got some Nat King Cole off the top to really set an elegant wedding scene. <laughs> yeah. You got George Thurgood bad to the bone, great escape they have in here. Of course, there's some Beatles. Parents just don't understand. (laughs) Ray Charles, Linda Ronstadt. And then they play that Glenn Miller song, I think, five times consecutively. Yeah, like it's it's one full scenes worth of it. But yeah, it just keeps starting over again. It's it sounds like a ringtone. Yes. Like you get the 30 seconds of music and then it just starts over again. Like, you know what? Most people don't know anything past the first 30 seconds of the song. So we're just going to keep looping that. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of weird, and uh, it's not the best song to begin with. So, oh, you don't like some Glenn Miller? Not that thirty seconds of Glenn Miller, <laughs> over and over again, over and over again. But she comes into bad to the bone, wearing sunglasses and like a sack full of quarters, like she's gonna beat her with it. I assume that's where that was going. Yeah, they were trying to make her look like bad dangerous she's so hardcore from the napa valley yeah exactly i liked that whole scene though when everybody's in the one bunk like where are the adults at this camp well there's only two yeah why is there only two because it's poorly run (laughs) um and there's like 50 girls in this cabin Mm -hmm. and then and that one boy 
and that one boy and then um hallie comes in looking like she's gonna beat the shit out of her twin yeah which is uh, a little concerning. And they're at this camp for eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's so long. Are there camps like that in real life? There must be, but they should have more than two people working them. Yes, yes. Every When I went to summer camp, which was only like once or twice, um, we had an adult in each like cabin. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they were probably like 19, but they were still older and actually adults. <laughs> they could stop you if you're swinging a sock full of quarters around. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, I just feel like there should have been more supervision in this movie. <laughs> I feel like a lot of things in this movie wouldn't have happened if there was more supervision. Very true. Yeah. So what do you think the timeline is? Because they meet on maybe the first day first or second day i'd say first week yeah and then they prank for a while then they get sent to the seclusion cabin which has no adult supervision no and then they leave and it's eight weeks so do you think they were in that cabin for about six weeks it kind of seems like it. Ooh, that's a bad idea. That these, is a bad idea. These people are bad at their job. No adult supervision. And we're going to put the two girls who are fighting like publicly with each other. And who are clearly twins, but nobody wants to say that. Yeah. Away in this cabin. And it's like nobody's going to check on them. Nobody cares. You solve your own problems at yeah. this camp. Yeah. What, what, what did they expect to happen? For them to just like fight it out? Maybe they would just meditate, be transcendentalists. Because mm. isn't that what the camp's going for? Is it? Well, it's called Camp Walden. I assume that was like a like Walden, the the book. Oh, it's I a don't book. know. It's, it's, it's a thing about outdoorsiness. Okay. Yeah. Um, transcendentalism. I think that they were supposed to fight and then they'd have a big like, oh, I guess we can be friends. Oh, I thought you meant they were supposed to fight it out. Like Annie has a sock full of quarters and then Hallie has a pillow sack sack full of doorknobs. Oh, yeah. Those are the two classic weapons in camps, I think. Is it? I think think you have prison. No, where you can get all those doorknobs in prison. I don't know. Doors? (laughs) I don't think most doors in prisons have knobs. I don't know. I think uh, they are specifically designed to not be able to just open and close at your will. <laughs> true, true. I think true. It's, it's a prison. There's a lot more so, like latches. Yeah, than it's a pretty knobs. latchy and key key and latch type, type <laughs> technology. <laughs> Real key and latch place. Yeah. In prison, you uh, sharpen a uh, toothbrush or you just like have a bottle full of, you know what? This is a family episode. <laughs> Why is this? We no, normally don't even swear. No. You've even sworn today. I know. And we don't talk about nudity or anything, no. but today. Uh, I think we're just really loopy. Um, let, let's just jump ahead. Why not? Okay. So the twins become friends and then they decide to do the ultimate hijinks and switch. That's exactly what I was hoping would happen. Yeah. And I was thrilled to see it happen. But... I was sad that it was so early on because I wanted to see more of them doing stuff and like becoming friends. Yeah. They don't have enough time. They. She. She. Lindsay. Doesn't have <laughs> enough time with her other self. In yeah. I think the camp could have been 
10 or 15 minutes longer. Def- I think it could have been like a good 45 minutes longer. First of all, this movie is too long, though. It's, it's like two hours, two hours and 10 long, minutes. yeah. That's, that's too long for a movie like this. This should be a one hour, 40 minute movie. <laughs> and one hour of that should be twins being twins twin. yeah twin hijinks yeah i would have just liked a little bit more time at the camp because they're there for eight weeks that's the longest stretch of time in this entire movie i think but i actually have no concept of time in this movie hmm. i'd just like to see them doing more activities as a pair definitely because once they become twins and they get or once they become twins once they realize they're twins and they get sent to the isolation cabin they like don't really leave the isolation cabin ever no. I think it's just that they discover and then it's time to go home. Yeah. Yeah. We needed more of them as twins. Yeah. They're like pulling pranks together. That would have been fun because they were pranking each other, but then they team up and prank all their old friends. Yeah. That would be good. So when they switch places, I liked the montage of like the hair cutting and the ear piercing and all of the like things to make each other the other person. And that was that was a fun little montage, like a makeover montage. But that different. also could have been longer. It should have been like flashcards and talking yeah. about their families because we get parts of this movie that are just plain exposition dumps. So why not have it then? Would it would have made sense? Yeah, you only get little clips of like this is our grandfather and like the and like the layout of the house in California. Yeah, more of that. More of that, absolutely. But then they separate and. London is known for its statues and the Napa Valley is known for its chili on the go. Everyone's eating chili, but no one will just sit down and eat it. Everyone eats chili constantly in the first like 10 minutes of her being back in California. But nobody's sitting down at a table or anything. It's just like... I think that's one of the less on the go foods. It's true. It could be portable, but it's it's odd to be walking around a pool holding a bowl of chili to me. It's odd to be eating pool, like chili by a pool. Uh, We get introduced to the girlfriend whose name is... Meredith. 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 And she's eating poolside chili, laying in a lounger in a white dress, just like having some chili. I don't think she ever ate the chili. Didn't she? No. The dad was eating the chili. <laughs> this is too much chili. I think you made up a part of the movie. She should have eaten some chili in that white dress. I think it's just odd maybe to be laying poolside in a dress and heels. Yeah. I, I don't know. And was she on the clock? Seemed like she was working. Well, I think she's kind of always on the clock. She was always on the clock, but also off the clock. If you know what I mean. Yeah, because she's dating the dad, (laughs) but she was hired as a publicist. We are instantly told to hate her. Yeah. And we don't get any reason to for a while. No. It's just like, oh, she's the worst. She's always hanging out with your father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're dating. That makes sense. That's what adults do when they're dating. And then it's just a lot about how she's young and a young person would only want him for one reason, his money. Yeah. And she tries to be nice at first. And then once the American one is a jerk like she has been for a while, then she snaps on her real quick. And yeah. like, listen, you little brat, I'm sending you to Timbuktu. Yeah. That was um, something I didn't notice when I watched it when I was younger was that Meredith isn't like hateable right at the beginning. No, we're just told to hate yeah. her. Yeah. And then we do. And I feel like it's just because you know like evil stepmother as just like a trope. 
And this gets into, I think, less of the evil stepmother child thing and more of whoever the other person is in a romantic comedy has to be terrible. Mm -hmm. It follows romantic comedy beats more than it does fun kid movie beats. Yeah. Which is a shame because I prefer a fun kid movie to a like a half-assed attempt at a romantic comedy. <laughs> Well, because it's not truly a romantic comedy because right. the two love interests are barely on screen together. It's true. And it's like half of a kid's comedy because it's the kids trying to like orchestrate this whole thing. But it leans, mm -hmm. it's kind of half of each right. rather than committing to one or the other. And I think I would have preferred more kid hijinks and less of the, the romance because I don't quite get it. Right. Do you want to talk? What is their relationship? The... Who? The, the mom and the dad. The mom and the dad. Okay. So they fell in love very quickly. Yes. They get married. Yes. They have twins. Yes. And then they decide like right after the twins are born, within within a year at least, right? Yeah. That we hate each other so much that not only do I never want to see you again, I'm willing to never see my other daughter again. Yeah. Because I hate you that much. Yeah. And then they, they don't for 11 years. Yeah. And they would never had this weird coincidence never happened. So they have a deep, deep hatred for each other. Something happened. That's not just yeah. a light thing. Because it's not like they had an argument and they got blown out of proportion. Because I would think over the next 10 years, I'd be like, hey, I wonder where my daughter is. Yeah. I would like, want to find that out. Did you not care? Apparently not. Yeah, that's what's weird is like, there's a whole person that you just decided never to know. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Who is your child? Who is your child? Who is like also twins with the child that you do have. Yeah. And, and you're just like, like, yeah, I got one that's good enough. They don't need to know each other. Yeah. Even to though they're like. that from them that they have a twin. the same person. Yeah. Yeah. That's like... So we have that level of resentment. And then when they meet each other, just like, you want to get married again? Sure. <laughs> they don't really have much of a falling in love again story. No, they like seem to see each other and then all the good feelings come back and then they're like, let's get married. Yeah. So that part is the weakest because it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And the more you think about it, the more horrific it is. So that's why I like all the kids stuff a lot more. Good point. What was your favorite prank that the twins played on Meredith? Oh, man. Because there I was a my, lot. My favorite. Actually, you know what? My favorite thing isn't really a prank, but when the dad tells her that, do you want her to join oh, your family? God. And she's like, yes, yes. I want oh, a, big wanted a big sister. And he goes, I'm not going to adopt her. I'm going to marry her. And she's like, what? And she clearly knew that's what he was going to oh, say. Yeah, yeah. But that she played it as you're going to adopt this 26-year-old woman. I thought that was very funny. That does make more sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> she's an adult. It's true. Like, I know she's younger than him. And it is revealed that eventually she becomes horrible. But there's no reason to just, like, she's young, we hate her now. Yeah, you're right. Which is what the movie tells you. But then, you know, she turns evil. <laughs> what was your favorite prank? The lizard in the mouth? No, that was horrifying. I liked when they pulled her out of her tent and floated her out on the lake. So they throw her on the lake yeah. and then she freaks out. I say justifiably. If I woke up yeah. just in a lake, and that could have been a river. We don't really know. Maybe she gets swept away. Yeah. She could have drowned. Well, they said it was a lake. Okay. So I assume. You could still drown. 
you could still drown, yes. Um, but I really enjoyed just like her whole acting when she's asleep is funny to me. True. It's like she did a really good job of like being asleep and all of her like body movements and everything were really funny. So then she freaks out and The dad he, isn't like mad. He's like, Yeah, whatever, beat it. Yeah. I don't think he ever liked her in the first place, though. He never seems to really like her. Yeah. The, the only thing that I feel like he's justified in is that Meredith says, like, it's me or them. True. But if someone is kind of a waking up in a lake, yeah. they might be a, a little excited at the time. True. I think that could be something that maybe has some more discussion instead of like, all right, wedding's off, see you. <laughs> And he doesn't care at he all. Doesn't. I think he doesn't really have many emotions. But if someone suggests something, he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's how he got married. I think that's how he had a child. I think when she said, like, let's split up, he's like, all right. Uh, yeah. He never really seems to care either way. Yeah, he's too he's too easygoing. Yeah, if you're getting married, you should care about the person you're marrying. True. And then if it gets called off, I don't know, a month or a week before... You should have an emotional reaction to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're supposed to be getting married in like two weeks at this point. Yeah, he just walks away. Yeah. Doesn't really care. No, too easygoing. Nick, you're too easygoing. I was surprised that Nick, the dad, didn't have a like relationship with Chessie. Oh, I bet they did. You think that they just like, I think that's why a... Chessie hated her so much. Mm. Because right at the beginning, Chessie's going on and on about how much she hates her. Right. And trying to tell everyone else to hate her as well. True. I think there's something going on there. Yeah, she's jealous. Do you think they've just had like a casual thing all these years? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that makes sense. She's like living in the house, Mm -hmm. raising his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded seeing a little bit of that in the movie. I think he should have ended up with Chessie. (laughs) Yeah. Although I am glad Chessie and what's his name? Pierre? Is that right? No, I don't know. But the butler. I'm glad the they ended up together. Yeah. I liked them together. Um, because they like have a nice understanding of what the other person does as well. And within minutes of meeting, they decide to go back to her room. Yeah. Well, he was already wearing a speedo, so she can do <laughs> So Finish that thought. No, so that she knew what she was getting. <laughs> She's like, let's go. So you're like, if he was clothed, it should take like a couple hours before you call him back to your place. But if he's in a Speedo, you're good to go right away. Sure. That's your thinking? No, right. I just thought like that's kind of how she acted. <laughs> I like that the mom gets just hammered on the airplane. That yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun uh, like moment when she gets out of the limo and she hands him her foot. Yeah. She says she's never tasted vodka before. I have a hard time believing that. And there's a few other things that she's like just never done before, apparently. Yeah. Everything's her first experience with it. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been on a boat in 11 years. Yeah. I find that very hard to believe that neither of them have been on a boat. And he lives in California. So and I she feel lives like... in England. True. They're boat-loving people, both of them. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't know how they could not go on boats. You know how you're always just going on boats? <laughs> well, if the, she was willing to abandon a child based on how terrible that 
breakup was, I could see giving up boats. I would rather give up boats than, you know, my child. True, true. She, she couldn't see a boat because it reminded her of him. I assume that's what it was. Yeah. But she also, like, doesn't seem upset about the breakup. No, they're not upset about the breakup, and they are very easy to convince to get back together again. Yeah. They also, like, don't remember why they broke up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems bizarre. There should yeah. at least be something, something that's a misunderstanding that we could then settle, and then they forgive, and they see what they loved about the other person in the first place. Mm -hmm. But we just kind of put them in the same room, and they're like, why do we break up? I don't know. Should we no, get married again? Sure. Do it all over again? <laughs> do you think this movie led to so many disappointed children who tried to get their parents back together and then it just doesn't work like this. Yes. And so many children who were like, what if I was a twin? Yeah. Like all of those single parent children are like, I bet my dad's out there somewhere with my secret twin. Oh, yeah. Because like Probably. lots of people just don't have a parent in their life. How many of those single parent situations do you think are a one twin each scenario? Like half of them? Oh, 75%. Probably around there. Yeah. <laughs> I bet single parent children begging to go to summer camp was really big in 1999. That makes sense. Because they were like, no, I have to go meet my twin. I have to go meet my twin. <laughs> so I had said that I would extend kind of the first half of the movie to be much longer mm -hmm. to have maybe them go to school as each other or something when they separate and become each other mm -hmm. i want to get see them get into some scrapes where they have to like try to convince people that they are in fact the other i would have liked more of that and then i would change the romantic comedy end of things to have them actually recognize something that they liked in the other person to have them fall in love. Yeah. I don't think they do in this movie. We just say that they are because yeah. they're in the same room and they have that wine. And maybe even if you just hint at it, try to have some sort of reconciliation about what the problem was mm -hmm. and acknowledge like, yeah, we shouldn't have ever have done this. I think that's how I would change it. Was there anything that you would change about this movie, even though you love it so much? Um, I think I'd shorten all the romance stuff down, like yeah. the middle part. And then I want like a resolution on how their lives look after their parents get back together. Oh, yeah. Like I'd like to see them go to school or like... Yeah, what do they do? They like, just say, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, yeah. We're going to get married. But like she has a huge life in London and he has like... A vineyard. A vineyard in Can't Napa. Move that. So like both very hard jobs to move. Mm -hmm. So like what are, what are they going to do? Yeah, and one of the two children has to leave all their friends, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll just live on that cruise ship and go back and forth all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to see just like an idea of what happens after this whole like romantic, not romantic romance part. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I do have to say in the last episode, we were talking about the cast. and I was like, Natasha Richardson, who's that? Because I only know Natasha Richardson as a stage actor. Oh. So I do know her, and she is kind of like my Sally Bowles. Right. Uh, from Cabaret, that is. Even more than Liza Minnelli, because her uh, revival in the late 90s, that's kind of 
where I discovered Cabaret, which I love and is probably my favorite musical. And she is fantastic in it. So she is a great singer and a great actor, but I just didn't know anything about her film career. Oh. And then apparently she died young. Yeah, she did. That's sad. Although I don't have too much to say about her performance in this, I could go on and on about her Sally Bowles. You love her. Yeah, she's great. (laughs) Any other performances you liked in this? Um, I just like the grandpa and the butler. And I am quite impressed with Lindsay Lohan's English character. Yeah. She was good. She did a really good job for being so young of playing two very different characters that were also the same. And she gave one of the more grounded performances compared to some. Yeah, I think Lindsay Lohan deserves kudos for this role. Yeah, she's very good. Um, I really liked the grandpa um, because he was like very no-nonsense when everyone else was like, Wah! and I think that that's where Hallie and Annie get their groundedness. Well, do you have any final thoughts on The Parent Trap? I think it's a super enjoyable movie that you can watch with your kids. I think it drags in the second half and the (laughs) romance they just kind of threw in. Yeah. But I think the strength of Lindsay Lohan's two performances is enough to make this pretty engaging. And I think, especially if you are young, you'll like this movie. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? Um, I think this is a fun summer movie and... Oh, I forgot that this was summer themed. Yeah, Yeah, because it's set at summer camp. That makes sense. Um, and I think that, uh, you should see it if you like having a good time. Oh, I like having a good time. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I should see this movie. You did see this movie. All right. Huh. Well, I guess we're all done then. (laughs) Yep. Well, that's the end of this very strange (laughs) episode. We didn't really analyze it or anything. We pretty much only talked about the first half of the movie, but... That was my favorite half. Mm, Yeah, it was the good half. It really was. Okay, well, we'll see you next week when Indy and I have spoiler-free summer things of the week. And uh, Indy reveals what his summer pick is going to be. Here's a hint. It's going to be summery. (gasps) Oh. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.